FM News. Good morning. Police are investigating a case of unlawful and intentional setting of a fire after the administration building of the Cedar Primary School in Bontiaville was burnt down. The school was allegedly targeted by robbers who set the building alight. The police have made no arrests. Spokesperson for the Joint Peace Forum, Judy Kennedy, says the school has been targeted by robbers various times in recent weeks. The school led a march in the community two weeks ago against the takings at the school because it was the fifth of the fifth breaking in the period of two or three weeks. So they had a big march around the area asking people not to buy stolen goods and to make people aware that the school has been broken into and all of those kinds of things. According to the principal, the school will continue today. They will close the school at about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock today because there's no ablution facilities that has also been affected by the fire. ESCOM Chairperson Zolatzotzi says he requested that his presentation be heard by the Power Utilities Board today because he wants South Africans to know the truth. ESCOM's board members held a meeting last week in which they were expected to table a vote of no confidence in Zotzi. The meeting was subsequently postponed to today. This follows Zotzi's announcement of the suspension of four ESCOM executives, including CEO Tsediso Madonna. Zotzi has stressed that he wants the truth to prevail. I still maintain that it's not a personal vendetta. It is just that uh, these are things that uh, I would not have expected for her to have done. The way that the set utilities uh, protocol operates is that the minister communicates with the chairman of the board as the shareholder representative at the utility. So all of that was not working. And I found it quite odd that uh, she was not in touch with me in terms of the issues that had to do with the, with the work of the utility. The SAPS says it has managed to reduce its forensic backlog by 92%. Spokesperson Solomon Mahale says this includes backlogs in DNA and drug analysis. However, he says a lot still needs to be done to improve the forensic department, including increasing capacity by appointing and training forensic examiners. Mahale says specialized equipment to support crime scene processing and forensic examinations is also needed. And finally, President Goodluck Jonathan and former military ruler Mohamedou Buhari are the frontrunners among 14 candidates in Nigeria's presidential election. Voters are also electing 360 legislatures, laters rather, to the House of Assembly, where the opposition currently has a slight edge over Jonathan's party. Meanwhile, some areas in Nigeria have already rejected the outcome of the country's presidential election. Vote counting, which continued into the night, has ended in most areas and votes currently being collected. Sarah Kimani reports. Uh, some people also saying that they were not allowed uh, to sit in during the counting. Uh, we understand in an area uh, out of the uh, Abuja called Bauchi, uh, youth burnt up a polling station and uh, electoral offices after they did not access uh, the counting process. So a lot of that will be expected as temperatures raise. Remember, it's a very closely uh, run election, and so a lot of people, stakes are high, so to speak. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.